So are you ready to PR yourself? We'll remove the mystery from all things PR and we'll discuss everything from our top strategies to tips and tricks and everything that you can utilize to further enhance your brand or your message. I've been in media, I'm a journalist, and I'm also a publicist. I am Leah Frazier, CEO of Think3 Media and your host for PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. Let's go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. I must say you guys made season one a hit and it made me so happy to hear from so many of you guys via email, direct message on how you're going to PR yourself better, especially as we move into 2021. So thank you so much for all the kind words and for all of you guys that are leaning in and putting in the work. This podcast is for you. So For those of you who are looking for a little bit extra oomph for your businesses and for your brands, I have something for you. Be sure to always visit PRYourselfWithLeahFraser.com. Make sure you're signed up for our email list where I send out episode recaps. I'm going to send out when I'm doing webinars, when I'm going to be live. I'm going to send out when we're offering our next live course. So be sure to sign up for that email list, PRYourselfWithLeahFraser.com and never miss an update. That way you can PR yourself better and um, just do bigger and better things as we move into 2021. Also, exciting news. My book, PR Yourself, will be coming in 2021. So be sure to go to PRYourselfBook.com and sign up again for that email list. You're not going to want to miss when pre-sales drop. You're going to want to be the first to get this book in your hand. And I'm not kidding you guys. I was on the phone yesterday with an organization that's going to have me do a workshop in June and they have already pre-ordered 50 copies. The manuscript is not even turned in yet and they have pre-ordered their 50 and you're going to want to get yours too. So PR Yourself book.com and lastly if you're you're like Leah you know what I need that hands-on training with you every single month whether it's marketing whether it's PR hey guys I have something super affordable for you you're going to want to go to think3media.com forward slash think3edu and you're going to sign up for our subscription service it's only 49 bucks a month you guys and what you get is one live you heard it right one live session with me on a marketing or hot PR topic of the month. And then you're also going to get a mastermind session with other business and brands that are just like you, where maybe you're stuck on an issue. What we do when we mastermind together, we help you to get unstuck so that for those next 30 days before you go into the next month where we do another session, you can work on that item and take your business or your brand from one level to the next. That's what it's there for. So go to think3media.com forward slash think3edu and sign up for our subscription service. That way you're always learning on how to market yourself better and how to PR yourself better as we move into 2021. And without further ado, enjoy this latest episode and stay tuned. And welcome back to another episode of PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. I know every single time I say, I'm so excited that I have (laughs) so-and-so in the building, but today... I have who I consider a mentor because she will snatch me all the way from the other side of the United States if I am not on point. You know that's true, Trina. Come on. I don't know if we want to use those words. Well, okay, not snatch, (laughs) but she'll text me and make sure that, you know, why are you wearing this? Or can you fix this? Why did you post that on social media? Take that down right now. So every publicist needs her own PR. Trina's my PR. (laughs) 
<laughs> unofficially. So welcoming to the show, the amazing Trina Terrell Andrews. Thank you, Miss Leah Frazier. I said you're a whole different name. <laughs> now you're out there. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm doing good. And she's always fashionable, so I know you guys can't really see us, so I have to kind of describe <laughs> the fit. She has the leather moto jacket. Hair is laid, laid, freshly laid. Um, camo pants and matching camo tennis shoes. I mean, and then I'm a bum. So today no. I just grabbed what was nearest to me, and that's how we're rocking it. So what's been going on in your land? Tell everybody about yourself. Oh, goodness. We have been working nonstop when trying to get um, turkeys out in a 72-hour period. But um, I'm Trina Terrell Andrews, as Leah said. I'm the CEO of the Mark Cuban Heroes Basketball Center. Um, I also do security logistics um, in a consulting capacity. So I am a retired journalist. I started my career when I was 14 here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Started at the Dallas Weekly. Um, wrote for them for about three years. And then when I got to high school, worked for the Dallas Morning News as an intern in the Metro section. Went to college on a scholarship um, for journalism at Grambling State University. And then once I left, started doing a lot in PR after I got um, out of Grambling but a lot of my internships were, um, gosh, USDA in their PR department, DART. Okay. Um, and so then I worked for the city of Dallas for about five years as a PIO. So she and is very, 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 <laughs> very, very experienced and takes those skills into everything that she does today. But, I mean, is there anything that you miss about journalism or the world of PR I know you've had an exit but you still kind of low-key play that role <laughs> um you know I miss probably the most is being able to tell feature stories so mm -hmm. that was the cool thing about when I worked at the morning news and so I took a brief time off went back in 2007 as a freelancer and so just being able to do those feature stories that was um really one of my sweet spots for me personally. What do you see that you that's changed the most with like journalism from because you're traditional trained mm -hmm. to what it is today? Like what what's I mean, I know in the digital mm -hmm. landscape, all of this digital conversation and mm -hmm. there's a lot of journalists that have to post four or five times a day and all of that stuff. But what's been the biggest change that you've seen just from your experience um i think the fast and furious pace that a lot of people are just trying to get information out and not check fact i mean in fact checking so you've got to do fact checking and you've got to make sure that you have all of the details um one of the things that has really personally disturbed me is how we now are not sensitive to people's privacy mm. um and we have no problem sharing some very horrific scenes yes. that, you know, it takes real estate up in our head and we can no longer um, say, oh, I can just remove that. That's going to be with you forever. And so I think um, that has got to change because not only are the families being impacted by what they have to constantly see, now you have children 
that are seeing it on a continuous basis. And the work I do now in the sports space, um, in the community space, I have a lot of kids that already deal with trauma, but for them to now have to come and see that and we have to have conversations. And now, um, up until five years ago, I didn't have to have a mental health team. Now I have to have a mental health team in, in place. I, I even had to recently do the mental health first aid training yeah. um, myself because of so much that's going on. So I think the fact-checking, Leah, is um, the key. But also, um, I always ask people, the information that you're giving out, why are you giving that information and how are you going to give that information to people? And I I agree with you 100% on kind of the desensitization that's going on because mm-hmm. I know, like, when everything happened with George Floyd, I couldn't watch the video. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not watching it. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. But it's almost like you couldn't avoid it because it was coming down your feed at just from everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then recently in Dallas with all of the shootings that are that's going on with uh, Rapper Mo 3. Mm-hmm. I did not want to see the image yeah. of him on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. So I tried to avoid the image. And then somehow I got tagged into somebody's oh, account wow. that was like, oh, I have more information on the shooting. And it was a video. Mm. And the video was more graphic than Ooh. the picture. Like, you could see everything. And I was mm-hmm. just like... yeah. And 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 it's and I don't even really want to say it's the journalists and maybe you disagree, but I, I feel like it's the bloggers playing journalists that Correct. are trying to be mm-hmm. first to the scene yep. and um, <laughs> you know provide community mm-hmm. news, mm-hmm. and it's it's taken away some of them. It's taken away the professionalism to the industry without any, like you said, any kind of regard for. A five-year-old kid may mm-hmm. see this. Mm-hmm. It's just now it's just public information to see this dead body that has all these bullet holes and mm-hmm. blood everywhere mm-hmm. on our feet. Like let's not normalize that. Correct. You know. So oh, that's a whole nother conversation for another day. We're gonna have to have you come back when we talk about bloggers and influencers versus the journalists. I may even play a game. Like that would be fun. You can be maybe you be a judge since you're out of the game. That could be possible. I don't know if I want to be a judge. She's going to do it, y'all. <laughs> I'll give my opinion. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about Trina. When I was first introduced to you, I was introduced to you because they said she is like Olivia Pope. She is amazing. She will snap people back into shape. You've worked with community leaders, influencers, mm-hmm. high, very high-profile people, Um as you were talking about in the landscape of security logistics and all of that Mm -hmm. from a PR standpoint, when we're talking about crafting our public image, Mm -hmm. what are some things that people can do that can actually boost their public image? Mm Because I know sometimes you may work in a capacity of crisis management, but there's other things that people can do where it's like, maybe I'm a little bit under the radar. Mm -hmm. Maybe I've done some stuff I ain't supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And now I've got to do some things to kind of boost myself in the public eye. Like what's your opinion for someone that's looking to kind of elevate themselves? You know, every situation is going to be different. Of course, every situation is going to be unique. Um, so when I was a publicist for a lot of clients and a lot of my clients um, played ball um, at the professional level. So we would have some very candid conversations about what's going on in your life, what has happened in your life, 
what is it you want to share publicly, what's off limits, um, even down to who you're dating, who are you married to. Is that uh, important? That's important. It's important because I'll say for me, um, as a female publicist, I um, came up in the school of hard knocks, so it was always a respect thing of knowing what the procedures and protocols are. So when you do an agreement with a male client, if you have a girlfriend and a wife that come later and say, well, you can't do this and do that, I have to follow my agreement. So what I started doing coming out the gate is I have a meeting with the two of them, if that's his choice or decision, or even her choice or decision. Um, and then that way, we all know what is expected, what the rules of engagement are, um, but I have a reputation, they have a reputation. And so um, I do, well, what I, and I still do it because I do consultant work. So what I do is I do a 90-day assessment. And so I assess um, what people have going on and what is um, something that people can relate to. What is it that you can offer? And what is it that you're true to? That's going to be the key if you're, out here promoting something just because you're trying to get the endorsement deal right. or the money, I tell clients all the time, stay away from that. Because I've been on tons of calls um, with your big brand companies saying, well, your client signed this deal. Now I need them to do a free, free appearance during Super Bowl or I need them to do a free appearance doing a big high-profile event where they could normally, you know, make a nice substantial amount of money. So um, understanding contracts and agreement, understanding what your bandwidth is, what you can and cannot offer. Um, if you know that you're not going to use the product, don't put yourself out there. Um, but you are your brand, and so a lot of people don't look at it from that aspect all the moves that you make once you start getting on social media and the goal is for people to follow you <laughs> um you know i do mine because i do posting for um just me and my friends or um the few people that follow me because i'm not a big social media person um, but i'm big on information so i'm big on sharing information that can be a resource and help people and they can share it with others. Um, I do have some fun things because my husband, he loves social media a lot more than I do. So I've come out of my shell where we will share some of the personal things that we do as a couple, um, but that's, we both still have boundaries. And so I think as you're looking at what your image looks like, it's got to reflect who you are on and off the camera because I tell my interns all the time just because you don't see a camera doesn't don't think that a camera doesn't see you and I love that you said boundaries because mm -hmm. sometimes I just feel like people have no boundaries like yeah. it that did not have to go on the gram exactly that did not and especially <laughs> with uh, some of the higher profile people mm -hmm. that you represent when you were talking about girlfriends and wives and mm -hmm. things like that to a certain degree, some of your personal life maybe need, like if you just, you just need to focus on playing basketball, whoever you have endorsements with, mm -hmm. your community service. Um, we talk a lot about how you can craft the public's perception of you through social media. And I just think mm -hmm. sometimes people just do way too much, <laughs> mm -hmm. way too much. What's some other mistakes that you think people do 
when they're in um, the landscape of trying to craft their public image, what are some mistakes that people make that maybe it's really hard to rebound back from? Not being honest with themselves. Um, I mean, we all have something at some point in our lives that we have encountered that we probably want to take to our grave. I mean, that's, that's going to just be with I anybody. Got, got some. <laughs> and, and, but I know Trina would find it. <laughs> so I just might as well just tell her <laughs> off air. But it, it's a situation of you make that decision on do you want to speak your own truth? Do you want to tell it? Um, Steve Harvey always says, they can only tell on you one time. So once it's out there, you have to make that decision on how you want to continue to keep that story alive. You can even kill the story. I mean, in my era, it was 13 days that media really would stick with some stories. Now it has changed. I mean, pandemic is a prime example. We're bored. Um, we'll, yeah. we'll take that 13 <laughs> and make it 30. Yeah, and so it's, um, so it's very important that you know um, what is going on. I was on a call last night with some students, and I told them to do Google alerts. I said, put yeah. your own name in and do Google great, alerts. Great Be advice. Yeah, because you never know what people are saying about you or what's out there about your company or your brand. Because um, we have a lot of people sometimes that tag us and things, and I'm like, that's not our foundation. It was the wrong foundation, or we didn't approve this. We didn't authorize that. Um but at the same time, you have a level of awareness of what it is. I'm big on what you can deliver on, not mm -hmm. about, oh, let me contract somebody out the whole time. And then I'm thinking that you are the person yeah. or like a ghostwriter. And then we or look just up. just being honest. I exactly. Think, um, for Think3 Media, I know that people, mm -hmm. what they see is like they want me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've got to sleep at some point. <laughs> But I'm honest in the beginning to say I'm working on this, mm -hmm. but I also have one or two other contractors that are skilled in PR that will also be mm -hmm. assisting with placements and securing interviews and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I do agree that um, that honesty factor, there's a lot of people out there not being completely honest about what they can deliver and what they can do. Yeah. So. And your truth is your truth. I mean, it's it's a thing of some might um and, and I always say it like this, sometimes we have testimonies that God trusts us with, and so that's your testimony to share. Because um, I can't go and I have a client and they say, oh, this is what happened to me. And then I, oh, well, for media purposes, let's add or embellish. That's not right at all. Right. I mean, do you, is there a strategy to get in front of something? If you know, you, if you know that you're growing a brand, Maybe you're the CEO of a business and you know that business is going to skyrocket, right? Mm -hmm. But you got some skeletons in the closet mm -hmm. that if somebody does some just traditional digging may surface, do you get in front of that and say, let me just go ahead and put this out there for you guys and we'll mm -hmm. shape the story? Or do you just, we'll address it, we'll come up with a crisis management plan and then we'll address it once it airs. <laughs> um, my personal preference is to be as proactive as possible. So um, I tell publicists that I mentor, get you a, an investigator. Um, make mm. sure you have an attorney um, or you have um, a person that you have retained their services that can legally do background checks, but get consent from your clients. Okay. When 
you do your agreement. We're going to do our um, intense background on you. Um, you can disclose to us, but at the same time, I think just to protect both parties involved, you should definitely have um, an investigator. But once you get the information, share it with them. Because some people may not even know. I mean, we've had situations where I had a client he was the victim of identity theft mm. and the person did look like him to a certain extent and so once we did the background it helped him a whole lot because he kept saying well I kept getting red flag I couldn't do this didn't know what was going on um, and then we've had situations where some of our clients have the same name as a family member or a parent right. and so the parent has done some things that, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah so um we then, you know, have that conversation again and say, okay, how do we start clearing this up? And so helping them, that's why you have an attorney. What's, what are their legal rights? What can they do? Um, because the last thing you want to do is spend money with the publicist and the whole time the conversation is, well, this happened. We know it's happened. We're trying to clean it up. If you can do it on the front end, life will be so much easier. Now, I know we should know what we've done in life. <laughs> do people do background checks on themselves just to see, well, if someone else were to pull this, what would come up? Well, you can. You can definitely <laughs> do that. But let's let's take it a step further. So in security logistics that I do, I work um, private parties. So some people um, drink. A lot or they have come to the party where they've consumed some stuff um, possibly and then um, it could have been a lapse in judgment something happened I mean we've had situations where someone had a medical condition like I was talking to someone on the phone this morning the per person is in the hospital de dealing with COVID when they woke him up he is still having memory loss he doesn't know what's mm -hmm. going on so they put him back to sleep so those situations do happen um, but it's one of those things where how do you manage it as mm -hmm. you go through the process? And so, like you said, I would definitely do a background on myself. I mean, I sometimes will just Google my name, um, Google any affiliation and see what's going on. Um, because the funny thing is there are some other Trina Terrells out there. Yeah. Um, and thank goodness they hadn't done They're anything. They're not as fly. We'll know <laughs> no. as soon as we pull that picture up. No, that's not her. Katrina, I know, would never stepped out the house looking like that. Just saying. The ones I've seen, the Trina Terrells I've seen, I'm going to give them credit. They look good. <laughs> well, I mean, I love all of this advice that I wasn't even planning on getting. Um, so instead of going around, you know how people are like, Google me, Google me, Google yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Google yourself. Um, I mean, you've done classes with our students where you told them about LinkedIn. I mean, mm -hmm. LinkedIn is going to be your resume. That's going to be the first place that a lot of people can immediately access to you. Cause let's be real, Instagram, Twitter, you can conceal information. You right. can give people limited access. Facebook, same situation. You can be somebody that a lot of people don't know. I mean, it's so many people that have aliases on social media. Right. And um, that's gotten a lot of them in trouble as well. So we try to, um, especially with my interns, when they come in, give me every name, every alias. How are you referring to yourself on social media? 
Um, and if they don't, we'll find it. Um, <laughs> she said that so sweetly. No. If they don't, we'll find, find it. it. Yeah, I mean, it's because we have a person on our team. That's all they do. That's all they do. Um, and then we have to have that mother-child conversation or, you know, just like, okay, do you want me to call your mom or does your mom and dad know Remember when I came in and did that social media <laughs> workshop for you and I started following all your oh, yeah. interns and I text you like, what is so-and-so doing? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this stuff down. I became you. Yep. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, and they're kids. I mean, they, they are trying to figure it out. They don't understand. Once it's out there, you know, someone can screenshot it. Someone can capture it. Um, so you just have to be careful and cautious and always say, Think before you post. And that is a great way to kind of end everything. I mean, this was supposed to go in a different direction, <laughs> but I think the security aspect of mm-hmm. your brand and knowing what's out there and getting in front mm-hmm. of it, this is something we probably should have discussed in season one. I mean, <laughs> so set up your Google alerts. Mm-hmm. Very, very important. Thank you for that tip. You're welcome. Um, what else do we say? Oh, you can get a background check on yourself but if you know you have some things in your past you may want to just go ahead and start thinking about how you're going to address that Mm -hmm. because I'm a big you know I'm my faith is huge and I'm a very spiritual person and Mm -hmm. I do believe that sometimes God can take you Mm -hmm. and truly elevate you overnight Mm -hmm. and so you want to be prepared Mm -hmm. absolutely Um, Scrub your social media make sure there's not anything out there that's questionable and what else before we wrap, is there anything else in regards to kind of securitizing yourself? <laughs> I think I made that up. Um, in this day and time, I would say um, you got to look down the road and up the street around the corner as much as possible. Under cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Through the window yeah. and in the woods. <laughs> and so I tell people all the time, um, what is it you like to do from the time you get up in the morning to the time you go to bed? And so if you live that truth to the fullest as much as you can, do what you can with what mm-hmm. you have, mm-hmm. you're doing good. But if it's a situation where you're spending more time trying to make stuff happen that was not intended for you, um, there's going to be some struggles and, and challenges. Um, but don't, and, and I was watching a movie, don't be an imposter, don't impersonate you know, another personality that you see on social media or these images that we see, because trust me, behind the scenes, everybody's going through something or some situation or scenario. People have built amazing businesses and brands Mm -hmm. having like the worst background. Mm -hmm. Just how did you recover from it? How did you shape the story? Mm -hmm. And then how did you move forward in a positive light? Mm -hmm. And then hire yourself a Trina. (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure they have like three or four Trinas on their team (laughs) to make that happen. So I'm so excited that you were here. Like that was not the direction. This, was, this happens every single time. I'm just going to stop planning these episodes out because y'all, y'all just take things left. But how can people follow you or maybe what you're involved in? Because I know how you are about privacy. Well, they can um, follow us. Actually, Mark Cuban Heroes Basketball Center on Facebook. Um, it is center underscore Cuban on Twitter. And it is Mark Cuban Hero Center on social media. No, Instagram on social media. I'm trying to think in my head. Um, Age is catching up with me. And then then I'm um, 
T Terrell Andrews. And then just my name, Trina Terrell Andrews on on Facebook. I mean, I don't have anything exciting that, you know, I'm going to probably give you a couple of little tidbits of information. Um, I'm definitely put out, like I said, a lot of resources. Um, We've changed our platform to do that, to really help people during this time and this season. And I I would say if you're big into community service and you want to volunteer, they have plenty of opportunities for that. Like she said, they're doing turkey giveaways. They, you guys planted a garden for with young kids, and they're doing a lot of amazing things for the city. So I would say, if nothing else, and you want to plug in, <laughs> follow for that. She may not want to entertain you, and that's fine. No, she that's, doesn't want you in her business. But if you're somebody, I don't that, have any that you would be interested in. Trust me, I'm interested. <laughs> so follow Trina, follow Mark Cuban Hero Center. They're doing amazing things in the community. If you like this episode, be sure to share it out and subscribe, rate us and leave us a review. Any episode suggestions you have, or maybe you want to kick a shout out to Trina, email me, Leah at think3media.com. This episode recap will be on PR yourself with LeahFraser.com as well. Thank you for tuning in and until next time. Bye.